0: Hello and welcome, it's Motivational Monday again. again it's Motivational Monday by Dream and Lucy, but as you know, with special guest. Today we have very special Dr. Ruth Gauthier, With subject that you just cannot skip. You cannot just miss this episode because today we talk about extreme high achievers, their success habits. And Ruth here, she is a specialist because she done extensive research. Hello Ruth. Hey, how are you guys?
1: Fine. When I saw your website, Dr. Dautian, I apologize. <laughs> uh, I was thoroughly impressed the fact is that I recognized Icon that you listed as thinker's yes. fiction So when I when I saw that I thought, Oh my goodness, this lady is uh, someone who's highly accomplished and someone out there who's beyond the cutting edge.
2: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's uh, it's been a lifetime of work to be an emerging leader, you know.
1: <laughs> yes. you've done you've done a lot of uh, quite a bit of research, haven't you? I have.
2: I have literally gotten a doctorate in success. I have been so obsessed with the topic of success that I, at the age of forty three, I went back to school to really study it deeper, and I haven't stopped since. And I've studied some of the most extreme high achievers of our generation nobel prize winners and astronauts and olympic champions and ceos and senior government officials and always looking to interview more and i found out they all have certain things in common that we can all learn how to do it's not just for those people it's for everybody so wrote a book about it the success factor and i will talk about it to anybody who wants to listen well we do <laughs> so, what is success factor? So, you know, you, you hear that um certain people they were born with success, but that's not quite true. And you know, you, they always say try to copy somebody's habits, right? Because they did it, so it'll work for you. But you can't really do that either, because if I'm a high achiever and I'm an early morning person and I like to wake up at five a.m. and get going. But you're a night owl and you don't go to sleep till three o'clock in the morning. You can't copy my habits. But what you can emulate are people's mindsets. And what I had realized was that the astronauts and the Olympic champions and the Nobel Prize winners all did the same four things in unison and they all had the same mindsets. And if that's the case, that means these are learned skills. And if these are learned skills, I'm an adult educator. I can teach it to you. So I reverse engineered the process, created a blueprint, and shared it with the world in the the success factor. And if you want, I am happy to talk about what those four elements are.
1: Please, please.
2: (laughs) Okay. So the first one is these people tapped into their intrinsic motivation. They figured out what it is that they love to do. They would do it for free if they could. Right? Astronauts are government employees. They are not making so much money. But this is something they had to do. Had to do. And in fact, when I spoke to certain astronauts and they said my first mission was twelve days, my second mission was two months. That first mission wasn't long enough. I had to do longer. And this is just what they had to do. So for imagine if somebody you know is suffering from cancer and you loved science, you want to dedicate your career to finding out treatments and preventions for cancer so that nobody has to suffer from this again. That's your passion, right? That's your fire. And when you have that kind of intrinsic motivation, you're not doing it for the Nobel or or the diploma or the promotion or the award. You're doing it because it comes from within. When you do that, Element number two, you outwork everyone. And I don't mean that you put 16 to 18 hours a day in. What I do mean is you leverage your optimal hours. So for example, I told you guys I'm a morning person. People, High achievers who are morning people, that's when they do their, their prime deep thinking, their most cognitive work. They're not on Zoom meetings during the morning. That would be burning daylight for them. Instead, they do their writing, their thinking, their designing of experiments, and they leave the passive tasks to the afternoon. Also, the way they look at challenges is very different. They never question, will I overcome the challenge? They never question that. Instead, it's what is the strategy I haven't thought of to overcome this challenge? So instead of if, it becomes how. And the third one is They have a very strong foundation, which they're constantly reinforcing. What they did early in their career, they did later in their career. Neil Katyal argued 45 cases before the Supreme Court, did the same three things before every single case. He did moot courts, which are these mock court trials. He did 15 before his first case. Now that he's done 45, he still does moot court. He only does about five of them, but he's still doing it. He has a binder that he prepares with every possible question that he might get asked. He told me he never opens the binder, but the process of preparing it prepares him for the trial. He did that at case one and case 45 and all of them in between. And then the night before the opening arguments, he goes to his kids and explains the case to them in the simplest of languages. And he knows that if he can explain it to a child, he can explain it to the court. That simple. Last but not least, you heard of the billionaires, Mark Cuban, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. They read three to eight hours a day. Well, it's not reading that made them so successful. It's the fact that they were open to new knowledge. So how can we open ourselves up to new knowledge? Sure, we can read books, articles, podcasts. Hopefully, I'm sharing good stuff here with people. YouTube, there's so many different ways that you can learn. And they surrounded themselves with a team of mentors so that they can learn from other people as well. And those are the four ways of how you can really start to leverage your success. Now, what I did in the last book was I can't just tell you about these things without actually teaching you how to apply them in your own life. And that's what the whole last section of the book's about is how to apply those things, knowing that what works for me may not work for you. So there's lots of options in there.
1: Wow, <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> so it's it, they didn't get up and wing it, they mean it was Never. practice, practice, practice,
2: lots of it, and practicing what they love, practicing what they love. So there's a lot of the, um, for example, even the Olympians. One of the Olympians I interviewed was Apollo Anton Ono, most decorated winter mm-hmm. Olympian and miracle tran- champion on dancing with the stars. And he was actually a state um state wide swimmer. He was really good as a swimmer before he ever put on a pair of skates. But he didn't love the swimming. He didn't love it. So he gave it up, but once he tried short track speed skating, he never looked back. Never looked back. That's He's
0: really good. Eight medals. Yes. That's a lot. Really good. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> So practice and there is no way to copy the success. And we often hear that there's a lot of articles online and costs on social media and, uh to build your success go and do what these icons do. Do this, do a lot of readings, books, that should be necessarily book, and join five AM class. I just hate this phrase. Join five AM class. To me personally five AM I just don't exist. I don't exist till my third cup of coffee, right? That is true. Well <laughs> so yes, this is a great advice. Just just need to find your own way.
2: Your own way within this this these four elements. And that's why I really took my adult learning background and made sure that for the reader who's interested in figuring out their passion, I give you multiple tools you can use. How to increase Your perseverance, resilience, tenacity, grit. I give you a lot of tools that you can try. And the same thing for that foundation and the informal learning. Because, again, what works for you may not work for me. But also, what works for you today may not work for you when you have a transition. A new job, a move, a pandemic. (laughs) We have all these transitions in life. And we need to understand that sometimes the tools that we use need to be adjusted, and that's why I offered a buffet of options for each one of the elements so that people can actually learn and use and try new things. So hopefully it'll help people.
1: Well, you have been a joy to have on our program today, and the very fact that we got my attention when I looked at your website it was at St. 50. I mean, because I've gone to that list many, many times and checked it out. So I'm very, very familiar with it. And to be identified with it says volumes for you and the work that you put in. You don't get there by just showing up.
2: No, it's 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 a lot of work and, and I wanna tell you that um the people on Thinkers Fifty are people whose work I respect so much and I cite their work so often. That to be included in the same breath as those people is just mind-boggling to me, and um, and it's 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 humbling. It's one of the most humbling experiences of my life, for sure.
1: I can see that you actually mean that.
2: I do. I you're really do. Paying, I mean, you're not paying lip service to the words.
1: You're actually, you actually mean them.
2: it. You know, another time I can tell you the story of what happened behind the scenes during the gala because I thought I was having a heart attack. I didn't expect it. I
0: truly My did goodness. not expect it. Well, yeah. uh,
1: I, I hope we can have you on the next time. And I hope that it does anything we give you the help you do with your book and your ideas, please let us know because you are a delightful person and I truly admire the people who put that work in.
2: Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I really hope the book, The Success Factor is
0: helpful to all of your listeners. Indeed. So before you go, what will be your advice to our listeners? It's Monday today. And I want our listeners to take something from this episode to try in order for them not to copy but create their own uh system for high achievement in life. I actually wanna give you two things.
2: The first is um when I was deciding on a dissertation topic My mentor said to me, he's a good mentor. He didn't tell
0: me what to do, but he said to me, do something important, not just interesting. Because if it's important, it will have an impact.
2: If it's interesting, it's just a hobby. And if you want to have an impact, you have to do something bigger than yourself. So do something important, not just interesting. The other thing that I learned from all of these extreme high achievers is that they fear not trying more than they fear failing. They have no problem trying and failing. They know that's part of the learning process. But not trying, not even getting out of the starting blocks, that they're not willing to do. Always willing to try. So fear not trying more than you fear failing.
1: That's brilliant. Thank you so very much, man.
0: That's
2: amazing. Thanks for having
0: me. Thank you very much. So, for our listeners, you can find link to the website RuthGautian.com. You can go to the website, contact Dr. Ruth Gartian, order her book, and just start your best chapter of your life with this advice.
2: Should people call you Dr. Ruth? Uh, there's the original Dr. Ruth. <laughs> no, you know about her, right? <laughs> We laugh about this. I know her, and we've laughed about this many, many times. (laughs) She's better than I am. (laughs) On some things, perhaps.
1: (laughs) Thank you so very much, Dr. Gathe. Thank you very much.
0: much. Thank you. This is Motivational Monday by By Jim Jim and Lucy. Lucy.
1: Follow our podcast.
0: And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.